Hey, this is Dana Miette, and you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide Podcast. If you want the real long version of what this podcast is about, go on over to the first episodes, but I'm going to keep this short and sweet now that we got a couple episodes under our belt. This podcast is made for teens, but it's really welcome to anyone who wants to learn more about their faith as we tackle the tough topics about life. If you have any topic requests, please email me at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. Any Bible will do, but if you want to follow along what Bible I will be reading out of, it will always be the New American Standard Bible. May God bless you, and I cannot wait to start this journey with you. What's up, guys? I hope y'all are doing well. Today's topic is finding the right friendships, and I'm just going to go ahead and apologize for my voice right now. As I said on my last podcast, I've had COVID, and I'm an asthmatic, so in order to fight it, they had to put me on more inhalers, and believe it or not, my voice actually sounds okay compared to earlier, so hopefully you can deal with it. If not, my apologies, but I don't want to stop. You know, his ways are far better than my ways. I just relay what he says. So hopefully you can handle the voice being this way. And a special shout out to, let's see, Vietnam in Italy for joining our podcast. And oh man, I'm excited about Italy because that is my heritage. Call it my motherland. Um, I've never been. I've always wanted to go there. So what's up? I hope y'all are doing good. All right, we're going to lead in a prayer. Dear God, I'm your lowly servant. I will always be your lowly servant. Give me wisdom, Lord, to tell others about your goodness. Lord, guide me in your ways. Give me your hands. Give me your feet. Give me your mind. Because your ways are far better than my ways. Without you, I have no good thing, Lord. And I pray that as we talk about friendships and we talk about, you know, choosing the right ones and making sure everything's for your purpose, that God, we get the wisdom and the understanding through this topic that you're trying to give us, that you called us to this topic for a reason. And Lord, we just thank you for everything you do, for your love, for always being there, for your faithfulness and for your unending promises that you always keep. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. So, Like I said, today's topic is finding the right friendships. And I know for me, I am a very social person. Finding friendships has never been a problem. People want to be friends with me. And I've always been the type of person that, you know, I do believe in what I preach. That you should love everyone. You should not judge. So, you want to be my friend, you're my friend. It's not a big deal for me. Um, But I've been noticing when I, it's on the flip side. And I found a relationship, you know, that I enjoy. And I feel like I have to pursue. Sometimes that gets a little harder. But our main focus today is choosing the right friendships. Making sure you find the friendship that's right for you. um, That's going to help build you up and lead you to heaven. I know for me, I've been blessed with friends. You know, I've had friends that have been my friends for 15 years. It doesn't matter what season of my life I'm going through. No matter what I do, you know, they've been there for me. And it's just been such a blessing to have them. And, um, you know, about 12 years ago is when I got saved and I completely changed who I was and they still loved and accepted it. And now um, I'm kind of changing a little bit more. I'm growing in my faith more. I'm not one, a person that likes to grow. I'm very prideful. And I think I got it all together. Why do I need to grow? I live a faith lifestyle. And God has knocked me off my high horse and said, you know better than that. Everyone has to grow. And so it's important when you're going through a growth or when you're going through trials that you have the right friends. Because if you don't have the right friends, you might be thinking that you're getting good advice. You might be thinking that you're going down the right path, but your mindset might be completely off. And so my Bible verse for today is Proverbs 27, 17. And it is, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And I'm sure you heard that before. 
you know, if, you know, having a good friendship will keep us sharp, will keep us doing what we're supposed to do. But a lot of times when people hear iron sharpens iron, you know, they always think that, you know, it's going to help build you up and it's just this awesome thing. But I always like to say that when iron sharpens iron, it doesn't always mean it feels good. Sometimes we're sharpened because our friends have to be honest with us and help us grow. And so you don't want to just pick a friend that's going to always give you your way. You want one that's going to sharpen and strengthen you. That's going to lead you down the right path, no matter what the cost. That they're not going to be afraid to tell you, you know, the truth and keep you directed and focused on what really matters. And so that's one of the reasons I think it's so important. I know for me, like I said, I feel prideful in my friendships. I was always the friend. I, I'm a gift giver. I buy a million gifts. Um, I like to tell people I love them through writing. I'm not really a vocal. I don't know. It creeps me out to say I love you out loud, but you will know that I love you through my actions, my letters, anything. I'm there for anyone. If someone calls me at three in the morning, I'm going to be there and be excited about it because they chose me and I want them to know that I'll be there for them. So I was always good with those kind of things. But as I age, I'm starting to realize that I wasn't the best friend when I thought I was being the best friend because I was doing it from a worldly view. In my mind, the values that were important to me was people pleasing in a sense, making sure I gave them gifts because I just think gifts bring you joy. So I was trying to bring them joy through worldly things. And if, you know, they aggravated me, I wouldn't say anything. I would just suck it up, suck up the pain and move on. And I thought I was doing it out of love so we wouldn't have an issue. But again, like I said in another podcast, when you don't reconcile those feelings, you're actually doing them a disservice. And so what I'm starting to see through my own personal growth and through my own personal friendships, and of course, most importantly, prayer with God and reading through the books of Psalms, is that we have to fight the worldly desire of friendship. In the worldly desire of friendship, we talk about our ride or die. They're going to do anything for us and they're going to do this and that. And we think of this fun person who, you know, we just get along with all the time in this happy world. But it's not always like that. Sometimes those people are going to hold us to a higher standard. I know for me, like I said, anytime me and a friend would get in a fight, you know, I would kind of just let it go and not talk about it. And as I age, I don't want to be like that anymore. I want to have friendships where if we're in a fight, I can address it. And also when I make mistakes, I want to be held accountable. I notice in some of my friendships, the more faith-based friendships you have, like I said, iron sharpens iron, but it doesn't always feel good. I know for me, um, if I lie to certain friends, it's a white lie or, you know, it's not a big deal or I make a mistake. You know, some people might say, oh, that's not a big deal. Whatever. You just made up a fib to get out of something or, oh, I see why you did this. You did it for this way. And I used to just skate by and get through life that way. But what I'm starting to realize is the more faith-based friends that I find, they hold me to a higher standard. When I make a mistake and I lie or I betray somebody or I do something wrong because I'm a sinner, they hold me to a higher standard. They get upset and they don't do it, you know, to hurt me. They don't do it because they don't like me or because they hate me. They do it because they love me. And because they expect, expect more out of me because I'm a Christian, they hold me to a higher standard. And I think, you know, I know for me in a worldly view, a lot of people would say, oh, that's just a terrible friend. You barely did anything. Why are they mad at you? But 
I think we need to retrain our brain a little bit. I'm not saying that your friends should resent you, but if your friends are just giving you a free pass and letting you sin and letting you make wrong choices without at least talking about it, then really they're doing you a disservice. I know for me, when I made a mistake and my and my Christian friends call me out on it and my Christian friends say, you know, it doesn't matter if it's big or small when you, you know, lie or make a sin, you, you need to fix that. You need to be held accountable. And I know for me in my personal life, it's helped me because I love my friends so much and I would do anything for them. And I love my Lord so much and I would do anything for him. Having both of those paired together really helped keep me accountable and out of the worldly view of, oh, that's not a real big sin. Oh, that's not a real big deal. And instead saying, no, it is a big deal. And being aware you're going to make mistakes and being aware that you have a loving father. And if you have good friends who believe in the Bible too, then they're going to forgive you because that's what they believe in just like you. But also having them keep you at that higher standard so you are able to grow in your faith and you are able to learn from that mistake and not let that sin win. Because what happens is when you let those little white lies in, when you let those little deceptions in, those little sins in, they build up over time. I know for me with my pride, that's what happened. I would, you know, say these little lies or, you know, give this little deception, not tell the whole truth on something, you know, for my personal pride. I didn't want people to, you know, think weird of me or things like that. And all it really did was build my pride. And it got to the point where then I thought it was okay to do those things. And if you were a true Christian, you know, we really should try to avoid it. And it's not just to get to eternity. I say all the time, yes, our whole goal is to get to eternity. That's why we do what we do. That's why we follow the Bible. But at the same time, it's for your happiness too. Sin takes away our happiness. And what Jesus tries to tell us is when we get away from focusing on prayer, and when we get away from you know, knowing what God says, who we are, and how we should live, and those things, it takes away your earthly happiness too. When we follow Him, yes, we'll have trials, yes, we'll have pain, but if we truly trust in His promises and we truly listen to His word, we will still have joy on earth. And those little sins, what happens is we think of them as small sins and we forget about them, and they really are what's preventing us from our happiness and our friendships and any relationship including God, you know, and of course, family relationships, romantic relationships, all those things. So we have to fight that worldly desire to think it's okay. And we have to make sure we're choosing friends, you know, that are going to tell us, you know, things we don't want to hear because they love us. Because I know for me, like I said, I thought I was a good friend for years. And now I'm completely changing my outlook and realizing just how terrible of a friend I was. Um, my friends will say, Dana, you were not a terrible friend. Stop being so hard on yourself. And anyone that, you know, treats you like you're a terrible friend is not a good friend for you. And my whole thing is, first of all, no one treats me as a terrible friend. But second of all, if they're pushing me because they love me and they um, want me to be a better person, then they love me more than someone who's just going to let me fall into sin. And, you know, it's not always easy. I know for a while that was hard for me. Um, God has told me to trust in friendships that the world, my friends included, told me not to trust in. They said, how can you trust someone who does X, Y, and Z? 
and how can you trust you know this and this and this and this and they look at the mistakes and they look at the things they say but what they forget about is our sole purpose and that iron should be sharpening iron to get you to heaven so if someone's holding you to a higher standard because you're a christian that's a good thing you know and the other point i want to make with finding the right friendships is making sure you're not hating someone or you know getting aggravated with someone because someone does it better and again a lot of times when i teach i usually teach from my mistakes because if i'm making mistakes then you're probably making them too. So a lot of times you'll hear me reflect on personal matters because I feel like we're all human. We all make mistakes. And I know with me with friendships, one thing that I struggled with is when someone has a different perspective or someone does something different than me. And I'm starting to realize that, you know, maybe I think their way was bad, but actually they're doing things better. And so I read this thing. Um, My friend posted it was on Facebook. He got it from this guy that's I guess it's a Twitter. It says at stop it, AJ. Um, I have no idea who that is, but I know just in case I need to give credit, there it is. Um, and it says, I often overplay my position in people's lives. I used to think it was because I had such a big giving heart, but now I'm understanding I lack boundaries. I'm always going above and beyond for those I love. And when it's not returned, I find myself in my feelings. And so the reason I bring that up is because that's exactly what pride does. Um, I know for me, I make it all about me. I focus on me. So when someone doesn't have time for me or, you know, someone gives me a cold shoulder when I go to talk to them, I make it about me. And I make it that I did something wrong or, or they don't like me or that kind of stuff. When it's life's not all about you. Friendships is not all about you. And just because someone sets up a boundary or does something a certain way doesn't mean that they don't love you and you can have a big and giving heart but you can't expect other people to love the way you love I know for me I like to give things and I have friends that don't give me anything I wish you know my friends would tell me they love me 24 7 because I need that validation and I wish that I would get gifts all the time with little special notes but just because that's what I do for people doesn't mean I should expect it the same sometimes their love languages different. The first person I think of, my number one is my husband. You know, I love to give him notes. I love to give him gifts. I love to do all that. And I was giving him so many. He literally told me, okay, I love that you write me, but you know, we've been together for 15 years now and you kind of starting to repeat yourself. We need to slow down. And he's the type of person that he doesn't really write me. He'll do it every now and then or give me gifts every now and then because he knows I love it. But it's not constant. Where with me, it's constant. That doesn't mean he doesn't love me. That doesn't mean he's not good for me. It's just he has a different perspective. His perspective on love is that he's going to show it through action. He plays with my daughter 24-7. He helps cook. He helps do the dishes. The dude does the dishes all the time. He washes his own clothes. He does things through action. And he goes to work every day with a smile. He comes home and tells me he loves me every day. So it might just be that our perspective is a little different. And again, like I said, with the boundary thing that hit home, because I was always one of that per- one of those people that I want to make time for everybody and I want to be present and that's going to show my love to them. And just because somebody doesn't have that same mindset doesn't mean they don't love you. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but you probably should have a couple boundaries. I know the more I meet different kind of people, I'm starting to respect people who have boundaries. I wish I could stay off Facebook as much as people do. I wish I was a bad texture. I'm one of those people that, 
you text me, I'm texting you back right away. And I have some friends that don't text me back for a day and a half because they're present in what they're doing. And I wish I had that where I could turn it off and be present in what I'm doing. And the point I'm trying to make is I respect their boundary and I don't take it personally. You know, if you have someone in your life that, you know, they're just not a good texter and they don't talk to you for two days, but they communicate that with you because y'all have an open relationship and you can't take those things personally. And that's the problem I think we have with this worldly view. Oh, they, they don't have time for me. They're not getting back to me. They don't love me. No, when they hang out with you, it probably won't have their phone either because they want to be present in your life and present in what they're doing and giving their all to the situation they're in. So we just need to make sure we're not taking things personally and that when we're finding friendships, we're not just picking people who are funny and who are a good time and who just always give us our way, but we're going to pick the people who truly love us. That when push comes to shove, if we make a mistake, not that they're going to, again, hate on us and, you know, do all these things, but they're going to expect you to own up to your sin and to repent from it to make you a better person because they love you and they're going to call you out on it to help you grow and of course you should be looking for friends that want to grow with you and that are going to be there in the hard times and that are going to give you the important scripture or important song you need right at the right time and again if you're just valuing friendships because they're funny and they're not going to give you scripture that's going to ground you you might need to relook at your friends um and be open about it maybe they just don't do the whole scripture and prayer thing but I know for me I went through a lot um I think I said on the last podcast we had 15 people with COVID then we've had uh two funerals in three weeks I've had uh in the same three weeks I've had three cancer diagnosis um two deaths and 15 family members with COVID and then me my husband and my daughter all had COVID so it has been a rough three weeks but what has got me through is those friendships who sent me the right song at the right time that was biblical based who sent me scripture passages and who most importantly when I asked to pray told me they were praying and every time they text me the first thing they said was they're praying as much as I love my other friends and much as I couldn't live without my other friends the ones that didn't tell me they were praying you know didn't strengthen me as much as those who gave me song scripture and prayer because I know that God's in control and we're not and the only thing that's really going to matter is those prayers the only thing that's going to matter for my mindset is God's word which is scripture and how having songs that go through God's word and sings of his promises and his faithfulness is what ground me. And it's friends like that that matter. So choose your friends wisely. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope this all made sense to you. God bless. I'll catch you next time.